the last time we were discussing the Mishnah gave us a case if someone tied up his animal properly and still one way or another it went out and damaged if it, according to Rabbi Meir whether it was a Tam or Mu'ad you always Hayav because you obviously didn't uh, tie it up uh, properly or you didn't wash it properly according to Rabbi Yehuda Tam is Hayav because you didn't tie it up properly Mu'ad you did whatever you could that's why Patur and the Rabbi the Isaac explained, Mu'ad is never patur. You always hayav on Mu'ad because the only way to watch over it is by killing it. And with that, we're going to start Mimvav Amudalif. Second line. Anyway, it says, Rabbi the Isaac, Rabbi Lazar, Omer, En lo shimira ela sakin. The shor Mu'ad, the only way to watch over it is by killing it. That's the only way you're going to exempt yourself from damages. And uh, Rabbi explains, Amar Rabbi, Amar Tamad Rabbi Leizer. What's Rabbi Leizer's reason? The Amar Kira, because the pasuk says, "Velo Yishmeren." With this is a shore nagah humutim oshel shom. This is a shore muad that gores, and you didn't watch over it. Shub and lo shmirah dezeh. Rabbi Leizer understands from the pasuk that when it says "velo shmirah," means it can't be watched. The only way to watch it is by killing it. Shub and lo shmirah dezeh. And Amar Le Abaye, Abaye has a question. Ela Me'atav. That's the case. Dikhtiv when it comes in regards to uh, a hole in the middle of the Rishut uh, a person made a board with Rishut says, Veloye chasenu, it shouldn't be covered. Nami, should we also understand that Shuv and Lokisulazet, that there's no way of covering this hole anymore? Meaning, if that's your drasha in, in regards to a shore, there should be your drasha also in regards to a bor. I mean, if you want to say that, but didn't we learn didn't we say that if someone covered this uh, hole properly and still uh, a bull or a donkey fell through and died the the owner of the hole is exempt rather Abay explains this is Rabbi's reason like the bright says how do we know that a person not allowed to have a bad dog a dangerous dog in his house a person not allowed to have a shaky ladder in his house one not allowed to put blood in his house a person can't have something that is dangerous that causes damage in his house and this shormuad causes damage and therefore the only way to protect yourself is by killing it. And now we're starting the fifth peric of Masechet Babakama. And the Mishnah starts. Shor, we're talking about a shor tam. Shor shenagahatapara, if a bull gored a cow, the cow was pregnant, and when we came, we saw that the baby is next to the mother. And we're not sure that the baby come out before it, 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 the mother was gored or after the mother was gored. So we don't know that if the owner of the bull has to pay for a, a pregnant cow or for a cow and the baby. So, so the owner of the, the, the bull has to pay half damages because it's a short time, has to pay half damages for the cow and a quarter damage for the fetus, for the baby. Because the safek is you have to pay half damages for the baby or uh, nothing at all, so therefore you only have to pay a quarter. Same idea with the cow. A cow gored a bull. And this cow happened to be pregnant, and the, the cow's baby is next to it. And we're not sure when did it gore. 
did it go or while it, while it was pregnant or uh, when it was not pregnant when already it gave birth so so the damage that is paid half of it comes from the cow and a quarter comes from the fetus same uh, safek we're not sure if the baby was part of the mother we're not sure if the baby was separate so therefore just a quarter and the Gemara starts, Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shemuel of Yehuda said in the name of Shemuel, Zod Yivresumchos, this Mishnah, where we're not sure, we split it, uh, half year, quarter there, it's Sumchos. De Amar Mamona Mutal Besafek, Chokim, he held that when in doubt, when it comes to money, then we split it. Same, that's the reason of the year, half and quarter. Aval Chachamim Omrim, Zeklal Gadol Badin, this is a, a, a big deen, this is the big rule when it comes to deen, Hamotzim Havero Alav Haraya, when someone's trying to take out money from someone else, the burden of proof is on him. So right away the Gemara asks, Lama the Memar Zeklal Gadol Badin, why do you have to say this is the big rule when it comes to judgment? So the Gemara explains, it's three, we need that expression. Number one, the Hidush would be, is, nizak omer bari umazik omer Even if the one who's been damaged says, for sure your bull gored my cow and it was pregnant, or whatever the case may be, and and the, the one who damaged says, I'm not sure, still even in that case, in that case, even though this one's claiming for sure and this one's not sure, in general, we say that we go by the person saying for sure. He's saying, Bari, he has a stronger claim. Over here, we don't know. And the Hidush of Hachamim is that you have to bring proof in order to get money out of the damager. Number two, Inami, we need that Zeklal Gadol, Tamar, for the following statement. Someone sold a bull to his friend and they found out that this bull has a history of goring people and no one wants to buy something like that Rav says the whole thing is a mistake money goes back a complete refund Shmuel says the other the seller can claim that I thought you were slaughtering it for food. I didn't know you were going to keep it in your backyard for plowing purposes, and therefore it's there's no refund according to Shmuel. It's not a mistake. So now am I? Why does Rav hold that it's a mistake and the money goes back? Why don't we just check out this buyer? Is he a person who uh, is a farmer, he needs a, uh, a bull to plow? Or is he a shohet, he's a butcher and he needs meat, uh, and therefore he bought this uh, this cow to, to slaughter? Meaning, based on what this person is, I could tell uh, retroactively what he bought the animal for. The Gemara says, We're talking about a person who, buy, who usually buys for both. He's a farmer and he also has a butcher shop. And he needs this cow for either for this or for this. So we don't know 100%. And that's why Rav said, uh, And Shmuel says, Now, okay, so says, just want you to check the price. Meaning, if he paid uh, plowable money, then okay, then then that's what it was for. And uh, then it's a mekahtaut. And if he paid shahita uh, money, which is less, then we could hold like Shmuel. So the Gemara explains, now what are we talking about? The Mahlogim and the Shmuel is the Okir Bisavika Ebidme Radia. 
we're talking about a situation where the price of meat went up it's equal the same amount as a bull for plowing so a bull for plowing and a bull for slaughtering equals the same amount of money and there's no real way of knowing so again Rav says this Shumel says that so the Gemara asked a side question on, on Rav Amre they said according to Rav where it's a mekah ta'ut um, if the seller has no money to pay back, then let the buyer take the cow that would be instead of the money. Meaning in general, um, if a person has to pay back something, he has to pay back in cash, in real money. But if he doesn't have it, then we'll take anything. So over here, you're already holding on to his uh, cow, his bull, you should keep it. Because people say, it's an idiom, that if someone owes you money, if you have a debtor, even if you have to take bran, just take it. Just take whatever you could get your hands on. Meaning, what the Gemara is trying to say in a lot of words is, if there's an argument here and you feel he owes you money, okay, if he's going to give you a headache, just keep the bull. The Gemara explains, what are we talking about? The seller has money, he has cash, and he could easily pay it back. And again, this is the Hidush, it's a mistake. Go by the majority of people. The majority of people buy cows for plowing, and uh, this is a shore muad, and therefore the whole thing is a mistake. Money goes back. Shumuel says, he, the, the seller could say, I sold it to you for slaughtering purposes. We don't go by the majority. Because, when do we go by the majority? That's when it's something that's asur, mutar, okay. Uh, nine stores selling kosher, one store selling not kosher. You found a piece of meat on the floor. Okay, that type of case. When it comes to money, we don't go by the majority. The one who extracts payment from the other, he has to bring the uh, proof. The burden of proof is on him. And that's the second Hidush, that even in a place where we're not sure, and you have a majority that does things one way, still we say, and we have a Braita, like Rav Yudah Mashmuel, who said the Mishnah is like some Chosnat Hachamim, if a bull gored a cow, and we see that the fetus, the child, is next to the mother, and we're not sure did he gore it before or after birth, some chosolds you pay half damages for the cow, a quarter damages for the for the baby. Whoever is extracting money, the burden of proof is on him. And how do we know this concept that if someone's extracting payment from someone, he has to bring the proof? Whoever is the one making the claim, he's the one who has to bring uh, to come close to betin. And the drasha is, he has to bring his proof to the betin, to the dayanim. So now, Ravashi has a problem. Why do I need a pasuk even for this concept? Meaning, it's a simple logic. If someone is in pain, okay, go to the doctor. Meaning, uh, you're, you, you have a claim, go to the betin, show them your, your case, and, uh, and then we could start. Ela, kra, 
Rather, he is doresh to pasuk differently. Rav Nachman Amar Baba Ravua. Rav Asher is doresh to pasuk like Rav Nachman. The Amar of Nachman Amar Baba Ravua. Minayin she'enis kakin elatoviyatachel. How do we know that when we sit the betin, we first discuss the case with the person making the claim? Shneemar mi ba'al devarim yigash alehim. It says whoever is the one making the claim, he comes. Uh, he comes first. The drasha is yagish tevarav alehim. He brings his words, meaning he first speaks in betin. And then the defendant. And Amrein Hadi'ain Hadi'ain said, listen, sometimes we speak to the defendant the first, meaning we let him talk first. In what type of case? Where, his, where he's losing money. Rashi says he has people trying to buy the land right now. He has buyers right now. And right now it's being held up in court. So he wants to make his claim to prove that this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. And let me get, uh, let me make this sale. Or we're talking about a situation where people are hearing that he's in litigation. And okay, no one's going to buy his land because no one wants to deal with that headache. And the price will go down. So in that type of case, we let the defendant speak first. Next, we learned in the second part of our Mishnah. If a cow gored a bull and uh, all of a sudden uh, we see a baby we're not sure if it was a pregnant cow that gored or if it was uh, or the baby was already out by the time the cow gored and the Mishnah is posek that we pay half the damages from the cow and we pay a quarter damages from the baby and the Gemara has a question there's half damages and a quarter damages the Gemara doesn't understand it because a person only has to pay half the damages. If the bull that died was worth 2000 you only have to pay 1000 The entire damage minus a quarter, meaning to pay three quarters, half from here and a quarter from there, uh, how does that even make sense? Where did that come up? So Amar Abaya explained, Hatsi Nezek in the Mishnah means one fourth. It means half of what you usually have to pay. So that's uh, half of a half, it's a quarter. Nurbiya nezek, so a quarter nezek uh, that uh, you have to pay from the baby, that's a hadem mishmonaba nezek, that's one eighth of a nezek, it's a half of a quarter. Meaning, since we're not 100% sure, therefore we're going to split it. So the person who's been damaged uh, walks out with like uh, three eighths of the money, not the half. And the Gemara explains Abaye's shita. Meaning, if the cow and the baby belong to one person, then okay, so the one who's been damaged comes to the owner of the cow and says, Look, you owe me half the money one way or another. Uh, you ha- one way or another, you owe me half of the money. Whether this was pregnant or not pregnant, you owe me half the money. Rather, what are we talking about? Rather, we're talking about a situation where the cow belonged to one person, but the baby was already sold before it was already born. It was already sold to someone else. So they belong to two different people. Now, if you would have went to the owner of the cow first, Okay, so the one who's been damaged can come up to him. Listen, your cow damaged me. Um, you owe me half damages. Just bring me a proof that uh, you have a partner. And uh, okay, then you only have to pay me a quarter. Meaning the burden of proof that you have a partner and the damage was done together is on you. Ela, what, what, what's Abaya talking about? The kadim That the one who's been damaged went to the owner of the baby first. The amarle 
So now the owner of the baby can tell the the one who's been damaged, Galita itli. You are obviously admitting that I have a partner. It can't be that my baby killed your bull by itself. Obviously, there was a mother over here, and you're admitting that it was done together with this person. And since you're admitting that there was a partner here, you're conceding to the fact that there's one big suffix over here, and therefore he only has to pay a half, and I only have to pay a half. Uh, he has to pay half of a half, I have to pay uh, half of a quarter, and therefore it's a quarter and an eighth. That's one way to explain Abayeh. Some say, even if he went to the owner of the cow first, still, still the owner of the cow could push off the owner of the bull that died. He could push him off. Everyone knows that I have a partner with this cow, with this uh, baby. And therefore, you, the same way coming to me, you got to go to him and we're going to split the, the, the damages. I'm going to pay a quarter, he's going to pay an eighth. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.